You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibas along with my co-host, Father Brian Christensen. And we're having a great day here Friday. It's, it's a bit breezy, but we can handle a little wind here in the Dakotas. Yes, uh, it is certainly breezy. It's been breezy for like the last 30, 36 hours. Incredible, unstoppable wind. It's been insane. Well, we had a wonderful interview with Monsignor from the Newman Center up in Spearfish, but now we're going to take a little drive down the interstate and head over to Rapid City's Newman Center here in our immediate area. Yeah, no, uh, we are joined by Father Mark McCormick, who is the chaplain down at the Newman Center, and Frank Burkhold, who's the director of development and director of the Newman Center activities and pastoral ministry down there. So welcome, Father Mark. It's good to be here. And welcome, Frank. It's great to be here. Yeah, Thank you, Father no, Brian. Uh, what a joy to share with you. Today, we, we just visited with uh, Monsignor Wooster about the uh, campus ministry work and the um, the great stuff that they're doing uh, to reach out to college uh, students on the campus of Black Hill State University. Uh, you are here in Rapid City at the Newman Center um, and reaching out primarily to the students at School of Mines and Technology, but also other young adults and students here in the Rapid City area. Um, Father Mark, how long have you been involved with Newman Center Ministry? Yeah, this this stent about two and a half years. And two and a half it. years, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm loving it. Good. And tell me a little bit about um, kind of your growth in that ministry. What what kind of excites you about being part of the Newman Center and um, motivates you every day to get up and and do what you do? Yeah, at first it's just uh, I think my relationship with the Lord always gets me uh, out of bed and going and spend time with. Uh, with him in prayer. One of the great uh, graces uh, le- recently is uh, Frank is our new director, and so he leaves Hot Springs at, at 5.30 in the morning, and he shows up about 6.30, uh, and we spend just that first 15, 20 minutes uh, during morning prayer together, and that's been, that's been great. And so it's really my relationship with Christ, as you were talking about the, the wind, uh, <laughs> is unconquerable uh, lately, but this is the movement of the Holy Spirit. You know, last night, I was getting ready to come up for Sorsum Corda uh, up here at Cathedral. That, uh, spon- it's sponsored by the Newman Center, but Father Brian uh, is very gracious uh, to host it. But there's a, a new kid at the Newman Center just sitting on the couches. And I'd never seen him before, and he's from Maine. I said, what are you doing here? And he says, uh, are you Father Mark? I said, yes. And he said, Rich Holt told me to come, and um, I'm from Maine. And, uh, and so um, the Newman Center is a great place. We just had a beautiful conversation. So it's just that kind of stuff of walking with kids, praying with kids uh, in their studies and in their struggles and in their joys. Uh, there's nothing like it. No, that's fantastic. Uh, Frank, uh, Father Mark said that you're new to the Newman Center. How new are you to the Newman Center? About as new as you can get. Uh, <laughs> I started December 1st. December 1st. And in these first, what, five or six weeks that you've been part of the Newman Center community, um, what has some of your experiences, what's, what kind of was your first impressions of what's going on here in Rapid City at the Newman Center? You know, my first impressions are is I came in right when the break was going on, so it was very quiet, very uh, peaceful. I can work here, right? <laughs> and so this last week's been just an explosion of excitement. Uh, the kids are there, uh, moving in and out. I get to observe them, um, you know, watch them praying, watch them going past my office into the uh, into the chapel, into the uh, adoration chapel, watching them downstairs, you know, preparing meals, uh, having their lunch, 
hooking up to Wi-Fi, doing their homework in the study rooms. So it's just kind of this two two visions of of, of what uh, what's going on. But you know, the reality of it is, is this vision is where we're at right now, and it's 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 very inspiring for me to uh, watch students that age, uh, you know get their relationship with the Lord, uh, take it seriously, and uh, grow in that relationship. Yeah. Could you talk just a little bit about um, why you think that this ministry is important and um, why you decided to jump into being part of you know campus ministry and supporting campus ministry here in Rapid City? I jumped in because the Holy Spirit asked me. Mm-hmm. That's the reality of it. Um, you know, Father Mark... Uh, called me one day and he said I hadn't I had not been working full time you know, for for a few months and Father Mark uh, I, in my prayer time I do a, a an hour of prayer every day with the, with the Lord at the, wherever the church I'm at and you know one day I just implored the Lord you know uh, help me with this employment. And uh, I walked out of the church, and two hours later, my phone rang, and <laughs> Father Mark said, uh, you know, I was at Mass this morning, and, uh, you know, your name came to mind, and, and uh, have you ever thought about the Newman Center? And, you know, I'm a graduate of school of mine, so I'm aware of the student body. I know the student body, their, their thoughts, their challenges uh, pretty well. And so, you know, it's inspiring to me to, to work with students. They're at this point of their life where they can make their own decisions, right? And the ones that are choosing to come are, are a great blessing. But I also know the reality of the students that were like me. When I was at School of Mines, I didn't interact with the Newman Center. I still kept uh, going to Mass and, and kept my uh, relationship with the Lord that way, but not strengthening in it like these kids are doing. But I also, th- that reality that there are people out there that, that need to be touched by the the joy of Jesus Christ, by the reality of this incarnation that just happened. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Uh, Father Mark, share with me, you know, our listeners across the uh, Real Presence Radio listening area, like if they were to drive down on East Kansas City Street and stop in at 316 East Kansas City Street, uh, just a block away from the School of Mines and Technology and find the Newman Center, they walk through the door, what... What are they going to encounter as they walk through that door on a, any given day, on a Tuesday, on a Thursday, on a Friday? Yeah, I think the first thing they would encounter um, is that uh, they would run right into the, the, the chapel. So you go through the door, uh, and then you go through two more doors, and, and the chapel uh, is, is right there. Um, and part of it is like Monday you know, uh, through Friday, we, we have adoration from uh, 11 uh, to noon, and then we have a mass. Uh, and the focused missionaries are so uh, fired up now. Uh, that they think they can get 40-some students to commit to an hour of adoration every uh, Monday through Thursday. And so from 12 to 5, uh, we're starting to invite our students to, to come before the Lord. And as Frank said, you know, uh, you'll find students in the chapel uh, uh, all the time, a lot, you know, for 15 minutes, 20 minutes to say hello to the Lord. And then they'll be downstairs uh, cooking or downstairs studying or playing ping pong. Uh, my bedroom is uh, right below uh, the ping pong room, so uh, sometimes I feel like taking a basketball and saying, "Hey, it's two in the morning. Stop playing. Stop it." <laughs> you know, but but it's just a place, a, an active place. And then this year, you know, um, uh, I'm in a core ad core group, and so every Tuesday at six o'clock, I meet with uh, five of our students, mm-hmm. uh, and we use the, the our new furniture that we got last summer. And that's where we're meeting. And then on Wednesday, uh, there is another group of ladies. Uh, Mackenzie's leading up a, a Bible study of volleyball players. Uh, 
Okay. And now they're using that space. Oh, beautiful. Uh, and so they invited me to say, uh, Father Mark, would you make us lunch next week? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, it's just a beautiful place. There's a lot of uh, activity, a lot of authentic friendship building. They do movie nights, you, you know. Um, uh, on Wednesday, we're going to start up. I think we're going to watch the, the Hidden Life about uh, Franz Stregemeiter from Austria, who was beheaded because he refused um, to be part of the Nazi regime. Uh, and then we're going to watch this movie, The Rider. So there's just uh, it's just a great place. Uh, I love it. It in, they inspire my heart in so many ways. Yeah, no, it's a great so place beautiful. for vocations too. It is a great place for vocations. It's a great place for you know, because the challenges are great. Right. Um, in these years, we're talking about in the last segment uh, with regard to the challenges for young adults. That so many. Uh, in these years of college, uh, drift away from their faith uh, right. or get tepid or um, unsure um, as they kind of explore and, and the world presses in on them. They're, you know, mom and dad are not there. The regular routine of, of, of parish life or whatever they've been involved in is not there uh, and whatever. Um, Frank, you're director of development, director of, you know, uh, of the Newman Center. Could you share a little bit about what your responsibilities are and what your what your hopes early on now as director um, are for the Newman Center? Well, you know, my my daily small amount of my daily uh, daily time is spent, you know, just trying to keep up with the with the uh, physical building. You know, making sure that lights are changed and 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 the water's running and uh, you know how to how to take care of the fire alarm if it goes off. These these basic <laughs> things. But the you right. know the real thrust of my day is spent uh, doing development, actually uh, development of the campus, development of the uh, uh, of the building, the foundation, the we are going to be um you know we're raising capital that's what i'm that's what i that's what i'm hired for so it's an important part of the ministry to actually get this autonomy financial autonomy you know our lady of perpetual help is our parish and and they've been so so generous with us it's unspeakable how generous they've been but that's not the place where we want to remain that's the place where we are now but that's not the place that we're going to remain as we talked about you've only been there since december 1st so about what six seven coming up on seven weeks now and a lot of it that over the you know uh, christmas time and new year's time and now just getting the students back and have, have you started to find kind of um Enthusiasm and partnerships and benefactors that that support the ministry at at like or at the Rapid City here. Yeah, we've got a great number, a great uh, benefactor base. So just talking to those and find those folks and finding out how excited they are about the Newman and about the direction, a new building, you know, something they didn't have when they were students at School of Mines. Most of our, a lot of our benefactors are students, you know, mm -hmm. alumni of the School of Mines. So just the fact that we're amping it up, we're going to be able to reach out. We're going to have a, a beautiful physical presence, and we're only a half a block from, this, from the School of Mines campus. You know, we can throw a rock onto the school, so onto the, onto the parking lot of the Cervix Dr. Center. Rankin won't go for the throwing of <laughs> rocks, though, Frank. I'm well, sure. we're, I'm, uh, the virtual rocks. We're, you know, this is, uh, this is the year of virtual everything, right? So Everything we virtual. We throw a virtual rock yeah. onto the campus. So. Yeah. No, that's great. No, that's good to hear about kind of the, the recognition on the part of the greater church, and alumni and other benefactors that see the to support that ministry of of sharing the good news of the gospel uh with our college uh, students um you talked about father mark you talked about the uh, focused missionaries um 
maybe some of our listeners are not fully aware of who Focus is and what Focus does. Do you want to just share a little bit about... Yeah, uh, Focus, I think it started almost 25 years ago. I think they're on, you know, 180 campuses, uh, started by uh, Curtis Martin and Edward Cherie, I think, when they were in college. And so uh, Focus is Fellowship of Catholic University students. So we have four uh, Focus missionaries full-time, uh, and they're reaching out and doing Bible studies and in- inviting uh, kids, uh, young people, uh, to encounter uh, Christ. You know, one of the great things I did uh, on Wednesday night was one of our Focus missionaries, Jared Fuelberth, for Christmas, got a new pasta maker. <laughs> so we made homemade ravioli with uh, another student and three of the Focus missionaries and just had prayer and conversation. Uh, and so they do amazing work. You know, one of the things I've been trying to do uh, with father, with, with Frank, uh, he's a father. Uh, <laughs> uh, is to uh, is to uh, help um, uh, uh, benefactors, friends of the Newman Center, to make a monthly commitment because it costs about sixty eight thousand dollars to bring Focus in. But uh, you know, one day in prayer, I just said, you know, if I could do what Focus missionaries do, they raise their own salary, and so I'm starting to invite people to be part of our campus by providing a monthly commitment to Focus. And well, Frank was just telling me. Uh, that we just got one the other day. Well, that's fantastic. Hold on. We'll come back. Hold that thought. After the break, we'll be back with uh, Father Mark McCormick and Frank Burkholdt from the Rapid City Newman Center. Be back soon for Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Brian Christensen. I'm with my co-host, Karen Gibis. And we are here with Father Mark McCormick and Frank Burkholz, who are at the Rapid City Newman Center doing incredible ministry uh, with uh, uh, our students here, especially at the um, South Dakota School of Mines and Technology, but other young adults here in the local area. Um, in reaching out to them, evangelizing, catechizing, providing a place of community and service um, while they're away from their normal situation, while they're going through these college years. And it's really fantastic. We, just before the break, Father Mark uh, was sharing with us the, the, the Ministry of Focus, um, these four focus missionaries that are on the campus and reaching out every day to the students um, and helping uh, with the with with the sharing of the gospel and the development of faith among our college campus, uh, our college students. Um, you were talking about $68,000. $68,000, who's paying that? Uh, right now, the cathedral is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so generous, Father Brian. <laughs> but, but you <laughs> said you had a plan. I have a great uh, yeah, plan. Tell me about the plan. So, so the plan is, I mean, it, it happened one day, uh, again, in prayer. I was sitting before the Lord early in the morning, had my make, 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 make difficult out, my homily. And all of a sudden, I heard in my heart, do what the focus missionaries do. And I said, Lord, what, what, what does that mean? And, and so I, I said, what does that mean? And, and then I, it just hit me that all the focus missionaries raise their own salary. And so they invite other people um, to make a monthly commitment uh, to fund their evangelization work on campus. Matter of fact, two months before uh, Frank Burkholt, uh I actually called him and said, hey, Frank, do you want to support uh, <laughs> the focus missionary with a mo- monthly commitment? He says, Father, I'm struggling with work right now. And so I, I can't. And but I, I just I'm so hopeful um, that there's a lot of people in Rapid City and others I know that we're starting to reach out and say, would you just make a monthly commitment? You know, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, um, that would that we could raise maybe half or three fourths of the salary, which would be huge for us. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know how many. Do you know how many Bible studies we have going, Frank? Or you know what Focus is doing? It's amazing. Got Fifteen Bible studies on campus total. Uh, you know, um, you know, not all of them are are focused, but we've got fifteen Bible studies going on on the School of Mines campus. I know there's about five or six going in the Newman Center. One of the great things is uh, Mackenzie Weber, who was uh, a D1 volleyball player from uh, Kansas State, uh, go Wildcats, uh, and, and so uh, and she's actually a volunteer coach now um, for um, the volleyball team, uh, and working with Coach Floor at South Coast School of Mines football team. Uh, Jared Fuelberth, who is one of the focus missionaries, uh, he invited us twice this semester before uh, football kind of ended for the year to do chapel. So we are, we're just kind of preaching the word uh, to the football team, which was exciting. Um, so if you're interested in, in supporting focus uh, on our campus at South Dakota School of Mines, uh, give Frank Burkholz a call. Just that monthly commitment um, and it's, it's your funds would be well worth it. I, I think one of the th- the great things about you know that particular quote unquote focus on focus is that it, it gives somebody a, a concrete thing to put their money to, right? I think that's really important in the ministry and in 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 development, right? People just don't want to put their money in a black box. Uh, you know, this is a this is a real uh, a real thing that 
that is affecting the students every single day on the campus, the School of Mines and the, and the other young adults in the Rapid City area, right? So our goal really is to just to put that $68,000 to bed, right? We want to do annual, have an annual uh, amount that is just automatic. People people do an automatic withdrawal, mm -hmm. right? And so it's very, very uh, concrete, I guess. It's amazing the way the focused missionaries work. I meant they, they invite students and they, they mentor them, they disciple them. And then there's a point where they say, now you uh, go out and find um, uh, your own peers and you start up a Bible study. So there's a young cross-country uh, girl that's starting up her own Bible study. And it's just ex exciting to see. Right, that whole multiplication. Like right. focus missionaries gather their Bible studies, then they help disciple others who they can become leaders of new Bible studies. And hopefully that continues to multiply and increase over the year after year, semester after semester. Right, so, so all you listeners, I'm taking five loaves and two fish of the focus missionaries, and I'm <laughs> lifting it up, and I'm asking you to, to help multiply for us today. Amen, amen. Uh, Frank, as you look at kind of the, the prospects for that kind of support, um, financially, just keeping in touch with some of the uh, benefactors and alumni. Do you have any kind of just initial visions or ideas or kind of pathways that you're exploring? I think one of the pathways is to follow the follow the uh, the, the the trail of crumbs that we have right now. Right, we have we have great benefactors, uh, and the the School of Mines is a has a lot of familiar familial relationships, and so my one of my thoughts is to just to try to introduce focus, introduce Newman to, you know, maybe other family members of those families that attended School of Mines but aren't active in our in the ministry. Uh, so that's an initial thought. You know, I, we, we need to have an annual event. You know, focus is, or the uh, Newman Center hasn't had a permanent facility. And so until a few years ago, and we really need a we need annual event, whether it's virtual or whether it's live. Right. So a couple things, but you know, really yeah. getting out and shaking the hands of folks that are that are our donors and and getting their thoughts as well. Right? Yeah, I always uh, think you know you look at the Newman Center and you share a little bit about what we're talking about today, the the excitement, the way that faith is being lived and shared, the 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 energy, the enthusiasm to see young people on fire and people coming to the faith. You have RCIA going on there. You've had several weddings down there of Newman Center. Baptismal coming Baptism up. Baptism <laughs> coming up, you know. So all of these things happening, um, it, it, and you show that to people who in this world today, right, there's so much darkness, there's so much discouragement, there's so much pessimism. Where's the church going? Where? And you show them this. And it's just such a beautiful treasure, right? Look at do you want to be part of this? And like, I, yeah, I want to be part of that. I, I want to be part of that. Um, talk a little bit about um, the the kind of the collaboration that you do. There's many, many, what I would say, maybe stakeholders besides the two of you who are, you know, kind of helping direct. Who else is involved in kind of the ministry, leading, cooperating, leadership, ministries that are going on at the campus there? You know the the interfaith Catholic uh, interfaith uh, campus studies. There's a great group of folks. We've been very well supported by uh, uh, Dean Mann, and, uh, and 
President Rankin, they're very supportive of us. Uh, you know, uh, Dean Mann is getting ready to retire after many, many years, and we're praying for a, a great dean of students. Yeah. You know, there's collaboration. They, I, I guess their, their thought is anything that improves the student life, we want. Mm -hmm. And that's a great attitude to have. You know, we have great collaboration with, with, our found, with the people that started the construction of that building that did the funding it was a it was a great collaboration we still have that so we just have a i think it's a great uh, great collaborative effort that throughout that area in the in the campus and we yeah. have uh you know uh we do free meals uh sunday night yeah uh, we you know probably feed 50 60 students and it's a home-cooked meal so i don't know how many families that you know last week it was the hansons uh you know, the wingers, so many people, you know, different prayer groups that will come and make a, a meal. And, uh, and it's just not feeding Catholic kids, but a, a, a lot of kids come for a, for a meal to engage in conversation. And, you know, so it's just a beautiful, we have, so we have lots of, of, of that type of help, you know, of, of people around Rapid City from different parishes. We have a number of people who come to to mass, you know, uh, that are um, simply worship with the kids, which I, I think is, is a great tie-in as well. Right, right. Talk, talk to me a little bit about the, the student leaders that are involved in your, your community there at the Newman Center in Rapid City. Yeah, so we have a, a, a number of student leaders. Uh, Trent uh, Hubel from Jordan, uh, Minnesota, is a mining engineer student. Uh, he's our president. And um, Louise Swanson is uh, graduated from St. Thomas More. Uh, she's our vice president, uh, Ma Matthew Pugh, who from, is from Pierre, computer science uh, a guy, um, just, uh, just involved, you know, like Matthew Pugh last year uh, on his own initiative started a Dave Ramsey uh, course, you know, helping students to say, you know, you, we need to, you need to be financial uh, sufficient, you know, yourself, you know, even though you're in college. And so, again, that was just a great initiative. And our hope is always to bring Christ into their studies to bring Christ into their relationships. Everything they do is to make sure that Christ is the foundation, and out of that, you know, everything uh, comes to, to be, you know, so. You faced a lot of challenges like everybody uh, through this uh, whole coronavirus situation and the challenges on a large campus, you know, a public institution, and where we're trying to do education and the right. different restrictions and, and reaching out to them. Um, how have you kind of adapted to that, and what's your hope for for the future now as you go into the new semester and even look past this year into into the future of the new semester what's what's your hopes your dreams your vision yeah yeah i mean it's interesting frank and i were talking about that praying about that this morning with one of the questions you gave us you know what are some of the hardships during this past year and it's been difficult but i to me with our students there's so much hope and so i don't see the pandemic as as, as a hardship for them I meant they're so open, they're, they're resilient, they're, you know, one of the things we'd like to do is to build, a, uh, to work on our patio next year, maybe a pizza oven, uh, you know, some drainage problems that we need to work on, but working with Dr. Scott Kenner, who just retired uh, recently from the civil engineering department, um, you know, one of our civil engineer students, um, Joe Haas, uh, it will hopefully do a... Um, a spring design project. All right. No. I, how about I, I really think one of the images that came to mind when we were praying this morning about this was, you know, the the disciples on the boat, right? right? Jesus didn't say, "Hey, pull that boat up on shore when things are going bad," right? He sent them out. The sea was calm, right? But mm -hmm. at some point in time, that stirred up, and 
And he, you know, he was there. He was there with him, and it took him a while to recognize that. But Jesus doesn't call us to sit on shore. He he wants us out in that boat, and that boat is is the safety. The Newman Center is the boat for the for the students at School of Mines. I really feel, and it's been awesome to and be Jesus constantly. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. Well, thank you. I'm uh, Father Brian Christensen here on Real Presence Live with Father Mark McCormick and Frank Burkhold from the Rapid City Newman Center. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your ministry. Um, it's an important ministry, and I'm sure it's shared by many, many across our listening area on Real Presence Radio. We'll be back after the break uh, with uh, Father Mark Horn and spiritual fatherhood. I'm going to duck out here and leave you in the good hands of Karen Gibas as I take care of uh, pastoral ministries here at the cathedral. We have a funeral this morning um, that I'll be presiding at. So God bless you all. We'll be back right after the break on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 